please be advised, this episode may include depictions of murder, sexual content, and foul language that is not suitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back to Wickedness. I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Lenny. And we have had a pretty good last week. Um, um, we, yeah, we've had a stormy. But we had a stormy week. week. Yes, we had a crazy ass hailstorm. Yes, big um, time. Uh, got my car or my truck and my daughter's car got dinged all up. Yeah. So because they were parked outside of the garage yeah, and we couldn't get them in because mm-hmm. it was coming down fast and furious. It was golf ball size. Yeah, but some of our Some friends got baseball size mm-hmm. just a few miles away from us, and it knocked out the windows in their house, and and just just crap. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. And actually, today, um, the uh, collision place called, so I got that all set up to. Oh, that's good. <laughs> get the truck in. They called me to get the truck in, and then I was like, "Is there anything else?" And I was like, "No." And I knew about the car or whatever that we needed to get that into. Yeah. But then they called back, said, "Uh, you also had a car," and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, but I'm waiting on that. I'll I'll get back to you. I need to talk to my daughter. It's her car, so <laughs> I'll uh, I'll get back to you. Yeah. And then our granddaughter's birthday party. Yeah. She's three. She's three. That was fun. And that was fun. And she was a little overwhelmed. Yes, she There's was. There's a lot of adults there. Yeah. Yeah. Poor baby. No other little kids yet. She really. didn't talk very much. She opened her gifts and and liked everything, but she mm-hmm. was very overwhelmed. With all the people around her, yeah, it, it was it was cute. But it though. was a, it was a good way to either how you look at it, you the end of your week or Sunday being supposedly the first day of the week, right? But it was nice either if that was the end of the week or the start of the week. It right. was good, yeah. you know, to to do that. Yep. So spend time with the baby. But otherwise, we didn't really have much going on this past week. No. Weather wise, you know, it was just just a normal week or whatever. And Matt and I spent a lot of it. Talking about UFOs and watching Ancient Aliens. And I don't know if you guys ever watched that show, but it's one of my favorites. It cracks me up with the crazy hair guy or whatever. And he, um, or not he, but the whole show makes me laugh because... Are you saying he's not a he? No, he is a he, but I'm just saying. Let's be correct with our pronouns these days. No, not even that. Like, this show cracks me up because they use everything and blame it on aliens. Pyramids, it was aliens. Mayan temples, it was the aliens. Right. The Bible, it was the aliens. Like everything. Who invented McDonald's? The aliens. The aliens. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm just saying. Who, who created beer? The aliens. The aliens. So I swear, speaking of beer, you could, <laughs> you could. I've been telling my husband we could do a drinking game to this show, but you'd be five minutes into it and you would be passed out drunk. Right. Because. You would have to drink every time they blamed it on the, on the, something normal, 
that we know is man-made or whatever. <laughs> yeah. On the aliens, if you drink like a shot every time, you'd be out cold. Five, five minutes in, yeah, you're done. You would be done <laughs> on the floor. Can't even make it through the show, <laughs> but it'd be fun to try. So if you guys do watch it, I, I suggest you try the drinking game thing. Yeah. Hieroglyphs, take a shot. Um, <laughs> pyramids, pick your poison. Take a shot. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Act of God. Nope, it's the aliens. Take a shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you could, you could. You can you really can make it. this a good game. But because we talked about UFOs and aliens and stuff, we decided to talk about UFOs on today's show. Yeah. And then, two, a couple of things. One is that kind of got us sparked is last week we also talked with our, our friends that they have on camera oh, yeah. a UFO. What seems to be, or it is a UFO because you can't explain it, right? But it's, Well, UFO, unidentified right. flying object. So it's really neat. So there's this aircraft in the air, and he's, and he's videoing that. And then all of a sudden... To aircraft. The, there's a plane. An airplane. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My militarisms, right? Yep. <laughs> anyway, so it was a little bitty little dot, bright light you could see over the left, on the left side of this plane, and then it zips over to the right, and then it goes back to the left, and then gone. But it, it's pretty neat. Like, it'll, it's there, yeah. it kind of hovers, zips to the right, it hovers there for a sec, and then it goes back to the left, and then it shoots off. Yeah, and he, he put this on his YouTube channel. Which, if mm-hmm. I can find the link, yeah, I can share YouTube, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on our website or whatever. That'll be fun. Yeah, but. it's pretty neat. And then also, just one tidbit of information: next month, the Pentagon's coming out with some information about UFOs. They're releasing yeah. documents now. What is that? Who right? knows? Right? Who knows what it will be? But we, this is kind of why we were like, yeah, let's just talk about UFOs in in this week's episode because we've been talking about UFOs all dang week. So, <laughs> and watching Ancient Aliens because I have to sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I take a, a break from my murder shows on the ID channel and, you know, own it's a, and it's all that. It's a good way to kind of end the night when you get to bed <laughs> Yeah, and just sometimes relax. I just watch Ancient Aliens and fall asleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we know that there have been UFO sightings all over the world. And a lot of people actually believe in UFO, that UFOs exist. I'm one of them. I, I think, not not to say UFOs exist. Everyone knows UFOs exist. I don't care who you are because UFO stands for unidentified flying object. If you see a wasp in the air and you're not sure what it is, it's a UFO. Yeah, it's an anomaly that you don't know. Yeah. You can't explain. <laughs> so, you're unsure what it is until someone tells you and identifies it. Right. It's unexplained. It's, yeah, it's unidentified. Yeah. So everyone believes in UFOs, but I believe in them in the context of I think there's alien life out there. I do believe that there are, are uh, there's other life in the universe. But... Not everybody does, but a lot of people do. And that's why they even have that dang show, Ancient Aliens, because so many people do believe that there's... Who do you think you are <laughs> if you don't believe in UFOs or alien life? Right. Are you just that person? Maybe. You just think you are all that, that nothing else exists <laughs> in this whole universe? Well, I think there's there's life out there that we don't know about. And there's I'm being definitely, a little silly, but yeah, uh, yeah, you know, for real. But there there's definitely reports from legitimate and trustworthy sources that agree. That there's life out there. Yeah. Uh, even though we're taking trips to Mars and we haven't seen anything yet, but there's there's stuff. We know that there have been reports from airline pilots and stuff that say that they've seen things. So I mean, I mean, oh for sure. Hey, you know, well with- the folks that used to be more shunned or more put down or could possibly felt the fear of losing their job, being ridiculed, outcasted. Right. They're able to feel comfortable now coming out today to it's say actually, I saw something. It's actually wanted more now. Right. Like, right. hey, please tell us. I mean, it's a it's a safety. It's a danger hazard for that. Right. My mic is bouncing. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Hmm. Okay. So even, you know, and we talked about the Pentagon already. They're, they're going to release some stuff. Um, in addition to what they've already come out and said, mm-hmm. what, which isn't much. Well, then they too, they said, said much, before up to that point, there could be like little small leaks coming out, trying, you know, folks that have information will try to let out info. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided though, because UFOs have been sighted all over the world and there have been a ton of sightings. We can't cover all of them in one podcast show. I mean, we could if we want to talk for days. That would be just a... That's now, too much. If we're trying to be in the Guinness Book of World Records, maybe. Yeah, I'm Which not I don't know to if do anybody's that. done that, the longest podcast yet. <laughs> let's, let's, I don't think that I want to talk about UFOs to try and break the record. Okay, let's just not do that. Okay. Okay. So today we're going to focus on New Mexico. Just because we had some interesting, we watched an interest that we watched an interesting show <laughs> that <laughs> talked about the first one that we're going to cover. Um, so the first story is of Socorro, New Mexico. A little like it's a lesser known or lesser talked about UFO sighting. Um, on April twenty fourth, nineteen sixty four, Socorro Police Chief Lonnie Zamora went to investigate a UFO that had crashed in a creek bed south of Socorro. He said around 5.45 p.m., he saw, quote, an egg-shaped craft flying near South Socorro, and this was also witnessed and reported by five tourists that were in the area, area at the time. He followed the craft flying and watched it go down. He drove to the location where he, he thought he saw it go down, and he said that as he approached, at about 150 yards away, he thought it might be a car or some type of, ve- t- some type of vehicle crash, where people might need assistance. Sure, you, I would I would think that. So, well, I mean, and you know, he's he saw this object flying and he saw it go down, so he's headed to this in this direction thinking or just even an aircraft right, at that time. Right. So he wasn't really sure what it was, but then he saw what he thought was a crash. So then it kind of went away from the oval-shaped thing to where he thinks he's got to work now, you know, he's got to assist in a vehicle crash or whatever. So he contacted the local sheriff's office about the crash and asked for Sergeant Samuel Chavez to come assist him. And then he headed towards what he thought was the crash. When he was about 50 feet from the object, he claimed he saw a landing gear and a red insignia that he later ended up drawing for authorities to show what he saw. He also claimed to see two adult-sized figures near the craft, but as he approached, they went inside. This is when he said he saw bluish flames and heard a loud roar as the craft lifted off and flew away. After this incident, many people visited the site and saw impressions on the ground where the landing craft was touching and saw burnt bushes in the area. Lonnie Zamora had a great reputation as being reliable and trustworthy, and belie- and people believe that he saw something mysterious yeah. out there. Now they did didn't they, doubt his story. Did they show, or did you see anything as far as what the drawings were, or as far as like the red, what the no, red I, shapes I were? I tried to find a picture of of whatever he described, but no. Because that would be neat to see, and I don't think I've ever seen anything like of that from this from this incident. Yeah, but, I I couldn't find. So any it's like, pictures what are you hiding? It, what are you not? Showing? Yeah, I know, right? It just adds to the mystery because it says that he described it to authorities. Yeah. But where there's no pictures or anything just that I could sh- find. Just show it. Right? So in recent years, scientists have been investigating the area for evidence out there that may still be there. And the only thing that marks the spot of the crash today is a human-made pile of rocks so that you know that you're in the right place when you go visit because now it's also a tourist yeah, trap. Yeah, I did see that. So, of course, there are skeptics, and there's a government explanation, as there always has been. 
Apparently, the White Sands Missile Range was testing a surveyor that day in that area, and they claimed that's what Lonnie saw was the surveyor. But that doesn't explain the two figures he saw outside of it. And if you see the picture of a surveyor, there's no way people can ride on it or in it. It's like a drone, a big satellite-type drone. Yeah. So you don't get in those. Is it just taking off? (laughs) 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 They They tried to explain this as well, though, by saying that it was workers monitoring the surveyor. But if that's the case... Wouldn't they have noticed and waited for the police officer approaching them to yeah. explain that that's what that was? But there's right. nothing There's nothing out there but burnt stuff after he gets to the site. But, you know, but also, don't quote me here, but Project Blue Book actually went and interviewed him and talked to him, too, as part of this whole thing. And they seem to say that he's, he seemed to be a reputable person. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody said this guy was legit. He's a man of his word. Yeah. This guy's not going to make up stuff. I mean... Neighbors, acquaintances, townspeople, Mm -hmm. very reliable individual, very good, trustworthy human being. Right. And and people believe he saw what he saw. Yeah. And all these explanations that people like scientists and stuff have have had, I I feel like it's just a cover up. Like always, it's just a cover up. We can't tell people that there's UFOs out there because it's going to cause mass hysteria or something. Who knows? Right. You know, but who knows what their reasoning is for hiding it or whatever. But, um, it just their explanations could only be plausible to a point. Yeah. Like it could only be a surveyor mm-hmm. if then but I mean it could be a surveyor. Let's say it is. Let's just err on that side and say that the missile range was testing one, right? Mm-hmm. Then where did those people go that he said he saw? The two oh. the two people that were outside of it. They don't just disappear into right. thin air and you're <laughs> in the freaking Desert area yeah, there's down no, there. like there's it's no getting away really. There. No, would they go hide behind a rock? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying it. They don't disappear into thin air. Yeah. So that's the story of Socorro, that that most people don't know or don't talk about. Yeah. But um, we know there's a couple of famous UFO sightings and crashes that come out of New Mexico. Socorro was a less known or less talked about incident, but we all know about Roswell. It's probably one of the most famous or t- most talked about UFO incidents to occur in the U.S. For sure, like everyone it's talks a about huge UFO. One. Yeah, that's it, a, if I told you to name even the top two that you could remember, people are probably going to say, say Roswell. Roswell. Yeah, I mean they've even made shows of, about alien life from Roswell. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, what is, there they, was a show called Roswell. Roswell, yes, <laughs> that's right. So. If you know anything about Roswell, you know the city capitalized on the incident and went all in. They have a UFO museum and research center, a flying saucer-inspired McDonald's, which I really want to go cool. to. <laughs> I wonder what their menu is like. I know, right? It's kind That'd of, be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I want to go check it out one day. But alien-themed street lights, which is kind of cool. It's kind of like when I, I lived in North Pole, Alaska, and that whole little town is candy canes and they've got santa claus house and yeah. like santa claus i lived on santa claus lane or sleigh bell circle off of santa claus lane like it's yeah. they overdo it well one of my friends i mean you know jose cardenas yeah that's where he's from oh i didn't know he was from yeah he's from north roswell pole. oh no roswell oh. north pole <laughs> <laughs> he was one of santa's elves no <laughs> he's from roswell oh that's cool yeah. okay sorry no Not you're to good yeah you, out there. <laughs> you did you totally i'm like what <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> Roswell has a famous extraterrestrial family 
with a broken down UFO on the side of route state route 285 needing a jump start. So I wonder if That's like, cool. yeah, I wonder if like there's a sign that says give us a jump or, or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Like, something. But they, they really capitalized on this. They even have a UFO festival every summer. Commemorating the crash. Right? Yeah. It's a total tourist trap. Like, and I want to go. Hey, <laughs> go check it good out. Good for them. You know, you if, know, if the government's not going to tell us this is real, <laughs> we're going to make money off this. Even if gosh. they did tell you it was real, we're, we're really going to make, make money, money on this. Yeah. Yes. Either way, we're making money. <laughs> <laughs> so the story of what we believed happened, though, is not so fun. In summer of 1947, rancher W.W. Mac Brazel, or Brazel, I'm not sure how you say his name, found wreckage on his large ranch property in Lincoln County, New Mexico, about 75 miles north of Roswell, which I find funny because Roswell's capitalizing on this, but it actually happened 75 miles north. Maybe it was the closest town. Maybe. In the middle of nowhere. So there had apparently been reports of flying discs and flying saucers that had been reported already that summer. So the rancher assumed that the wreckage that he came across on his property was a UFO. He just went there automatically. Oh, just because of all the talk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he found rubber strips, tinfoil, and thick paper scattered all around his property. He brought some of the material to the Roswell Sheriff, George Wilcox, who took it or turned it and brought it to the the to um, the attention of Colonel William Blanchard, the commander of the Roswell Army Airfield. And the very next day, uh, RAAF, which is the Roswell Army Airfield, released a statement about it saying, quote, the many rumors regarding the flying disc became a reality yesterday when the intelligence office of the 509th Bomb Group of the 8th Air Force Roswell Army Airfield was fortunate enough to gain possession of a disc through the cooperation of one of the local ranchers and sheriff's office of Chavez County, end quote. So right away, they're admitting that they have a UFO. Yeah, but that's you know, day one. When in, in, and I, from those reports, I remember that, you mm-hmm. know, you, we've heard that a lot. A lot of people probably listen and maybe heard that. But when, you know, the what the rancher had found, the rubber um, pieces, uh, what was it, tinfoil tin type foil, stuff. Thick I mean, paper. That, th- paper. That does not sound like a UFO to right. me. Right, no, that, I'm That sound I'm like a you. weather type balloon or something different, not a spaceship. Yeah, but then why, when, okay, so when the airfield got these pieces from the sheriff yeah why did they immediately say we got we got the flying discs we got a flying saucer right i don't know you know why would what do they already know right so that statement put intelligence officer major jesse marcel in charge of the search and recovery on the ranch though so right away they released the statement saying we got a flying disc or flying saucer and this guy, Major Jesse Marcel, is in charge of the search and recovery op- operations down at the ranch. Okay? Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, wow. Yeah. You know, the intrigue has started. The next day, though, the Roswell Daily Record ran a story about the crash and included the RAF, RAAF's statement. But the Army quickly changed their story. And right after that comes out, they say the debris was actually a weather balloon. And they even released photographs of Major Marcel posing with pieces of the supposed weather balloon debris as proof. And there's pictures of that online. You can yeah. see him holding this and saying it's it's a weather balloon. So this changed story made many skeptics who either became UFO researchers or who were just fans. But 
you know, they they develop these conspiracy theories yeah. because suddenly, bam, <clears throat> flip the switch. Well, and, and you say you've got a disc or a flying saucer, and now you're saying no, it's a weather two balloon. things. Either they got it right the first time and they knew that it was a UFO, mm-hmm. and this is what, or and they in the military wanted them to change what they said, right. recant that, or they're like. You doofuses, until you get out there and you know what it actually is, don't report on something you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, you kind of... Screwed us. A little, yeah, yeah. You went a little too quick, too fast. We got to investigate things before you start putting it out on... Shame on you. Yeah. So yeah. And one yeah, of the so two. And that's likely. We all know we have a knee-jerk reaction to things. And we I mean, a commander... Naturally, like, oh, yeah, we a, got this. A commander at the base of a, a, a wing, a bomb group or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't... They're not running to the newspaper to say until they... They're going to talk to people up above them. Right. Which is why I'm like, if they release that saying you got one and then the next day you change your story, what happened there? Yeah. So no one loves a conspiracy as much as people who don't trust their government, though. Oh, for sure. So conspiracy theorists have come out of the woodworks on this one and this went on for decades. And then in 1994, the U.S. Air Force released a report admitting that the weather balloon story wasn't true. So you're like, what? So according to the 1994 explanation, though, the wreckage came from a spy device created for an until then classified project called Project Mogul. The device connected string of high altitude balloons equipped with microphones was designed to flow over the USSR, detecting sound waves at a stealthy distance. So these balloons would monitor the Soviet government's attempts at testing their own atomic bombs. Yeah. And remember, this was all during the Cold War. So it's plausible that they said weather balloon Mm -hmm. because they didn't want their classified project to come to light. They didn't want people to know that they're sending spy balloons to Russia, but from New Mexico. Yeah. When I was teaching in the Air Force, though, I remember uh, some of the intelligence guys. One, you know, we would have, they'd have to give speeches in, in, in class. Right. One of them, he did it on, on this and he, he talked about his career field was project that came out of project blue book, but it was actually these guys that do the testing to hear, to listen for uh bombing tests or nuclear type tests. So they're spying on their own people to test that? No, they're, I mean, they listen all over the place. Oh, so yeah. they're spying on their own people. <laughs> no, shush. <laughs> But it was a great it was a great brief and, and just listening to it. So because I, I'm cracking things open here on the podcast, yeah, no, you just are. <laughs> no, because Project Mogul was a covert operation. The new report claimed a false explanation of the crash was necessary to prevent giving away details of their spy work. Which this this yeah, is probably yeah. cur- you know this is probably true. Well, it was tons of spy stuff. I mean, you think right after the Cold War, and we had a lot of scientists and doing a lot of, I mean, just operation after operation. Yeah. Tons of secret stuff. I mean, the CIA was huge in secret stuff. Well, the military, I'm sure if we still are. Probably. Oh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, it just seemed like it was a really a big thing well, this, I mean, during this time. Yeah. With jet propulsions and things were coming so much faster with, with the nuclear Advances in technology and stuff, B- too, was time. probably driving big it all. Yeah. But, again, conspiracy theorists and UFO enthusiasts rejected this, this explanation in 1994. 
Mostly because there were reports that alien bodies were also found on the ranch among the debris. But everything from the crash was loaded onto military trucks and driven away quickly. So no one got a chance to actually see what they were picking up. And in 1997, the U.S. Air Force addressed this by saying that they were dummies that were attached to parachutes. They were apparently doing dummy drops in the 1950s. So it's possible that they started doing these dummy drops in 1947. But most people believe they started to do the dummy drops to cover what they found on the ranch and to release, you know, to release this story. Mm -hmm. And the the dummy drops are said to be experiments to help pilots survive when they needed to eject from their aircraft. So they were kind of dropping them to see. I don't know what you can get from a dummy, but whatever they were trying to do, that's what they were. That's what it was explained away as being. However, my thought on this is. If you found alien bodies out there, why are you going to cover it up by saying you were doing dummy drops? Like you didn't, no one really knows, just deny it and say there was not any yeah, just, bodies just, found. Yeah, why I need to come out with something way later right. in 1997? Yeah. Like what's the point? Exactly. Just, just keep, deny it. Just keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Just don't say anything at all. Just say, no, it was just peace of the I don't need to reply to this. We replied to this back in the 1947 And be done era. with it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, we're going to call it dummy drops. Mm-hmm. So that just adds fuel to the fire for people who are huge conspiracy theorists and think this was a big, giant government cover-up. Which it Unless they're really trying to be honest. Say, listen, guys, okay, we had this thing where we dropped <laughs> dummies just... Just trying to see the survivability of pilots with their parachutes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so moving on from Roswell, another sighting in New Mexico was from an aircraft pilot, and it was very recent, proving that the skies over New Mexico are still very busy with UFO activity. American Airlines Flight 2292 going from Cincinnati to Phoenix on February 21st, 2021. What? This year. Right before COVID? Had an encounter. Cool. No. Right before COVID, then. oh, during 2021. 2020, I thought this you said 2020 year. this year. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Just a few is, months ago. Gosh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, blogger Steve Douglas accidentally intercepted a radio transmission while using a radio scanner to pick up another aircraft. This is audio published on Deep Black Horizon, his um, website or his blog, I guess. Oh, cool. That he picked up that said, "Quote." Do you have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us at 1.19 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday. I hate to say this, but it looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast right over the top of us, end quote. Using flight tracking websites, Steve was able to pinpoint exactly where the plane was at this time that they claimed to see the UFO. He said the plane was, quote, over the northeast corner of New Mexico, west of Clayton, New Mexico, end quote. The very next day, the FAA released a statement saying, quote, a pilot reporting seeing an object over New Mexico shortly after noon local time on Sunday, February 21st, 2021. FAA aircraft controllers did not see any object in the area on their radar scopes, end quote. So well, and two, I they like didn't that. pick anything up. So they didn't pick anything up. They're saying that they didn't pick anything up. They're not denying and discounting right. this pilot, which is good. Yeah, yeah. No, they're saying if he saw something, we didn't. Yeah. It's not on our radar. We, we didn't pick it up. Which is what you hear, too, from other mm-hmm. sightings of UFOs. Like there, there are reports where people well, are like, I didn't see anything on the radar. Well, if, we've has, if we have stealth technology, imagine what they have technology-wise. Right, right. 
I mean, they're flying into our atmosphere undetected and all for all these years and stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like there's no, t- there's we don't, there's no comparison. We don't no. have their technology. But of course, there's always the thought that it's an alien spaceship. But UFO literally means unidentified flying object. So who knows what he saw? Sure. I think it's aliens. I really do. But no one truly knows. Yeah. I'm sure the government will will stay true to form and keep it classified or or just ignore it and or come up with a story. Who oh, knows? Yeah. But uh, that's that's our three UFO sightings in New Mexico. And I figure, yeah. um, as I mentioned at the beginning episode, you know, there's there's sightings all over the country, and I think that there will be future UFO episodes so we can talk about more of them. We'll just start throwing in a random UFO episode here and there. Talking about sightings in other states. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be neat. Yeah. yeah. It'll be cool. And it'll be interesting to see what the Pentagon, what they do come out with in June. I know the Nevada, the senator there, was talking about Lockheed Martin and them having um, alien objects and and wouldn't let him see them. He would talk about Lockheed Martin about that. And maybe I think it was from at Area 51, you know, in Nevada. Of course, which you can't even get close to. And I don't know if it was possibly from the Roswell incident or what other incidents, but... You know, that was that was kind of cool. That you know, is really that. cool. Yeah. So, yeah, today we, we just focused on New Mexico because they were kind of famous. You know, those are the famous sightings. That, I mean, there are a ton of famous sightings out there. Sure. That will, you know, I'm looking forward to, to doing some more episodes on this. But Definitely. I'm also looking forward to seeing the reports that the Pentagon's going to release to the public. Because yeah. I'm just curious what, what they're going to say. Right. It'll it's be, just fun. You know, well, it is and it's exciting. It's a fascinating and it'd be interesting to see what, I mean, it'd be great. Like if they finally just really said it all. Yeah, it would really just said it all. Just put it out there. Now, if they're really telling the truth and there isn't anything that they, you know, (laughs) then we're going to still be disappointed. (laughs) Well, there's going to be conspiracy. It will be be back to the conspiracies. Right. So, (laughs) but it is, it is awesome. It's fun. Yeah. So just Um, look for future episodes of UFOs because it's just fun. For now, thanks for listening. Please feel free to share your experiences with us. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at wickednesstruecrime at yahoo.com. Check us out on our website. Click on the links to see the videos and read articles and go to in more detail at wickednesstruecrime and theunknown.com. Follow us on Instagram at wickednesstruecrime. Check us out on Anchor at anchor.fm wickedness where you can support us if you feel the urge to do so by clicking <laughs> on that support button. Also, most importantly, please rate and review us. We really want the podcast out to more listeners. And again, thanks for listening, and we will get back to you next week. Yeah, and also, just one last thing. If you want to, if you, if anyone's out there listening to us that has seen a UFO, email it to us because we'll include it yeah. in our next UFO if you got episode. Video, throw it on there. Yeah, like send us a link or something. It would be so cool. That would be cool. So, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.